Welcome to K-Talk. Today, I'm really excited to talk about my new business that I'm so, so happy to announce. So let's talk about hypnosis. So first and foremost, it is not magic, nor is it a parlor trick. It is a monumental um, tool that you can use for an array of things. You can use hypnosis for weight loss. They use hypnosis for surgery. They use hypnosis um, in court. Well, not in court, but forensically. They have forensic hypnosis. Um, they use hypnotherapy. Psychologists, psychiatrists, Sigmund Freud used it. You may not like Sigmund Freud. Um, surgeons use it. Pain clinics use it. Hypnosis is huge right now in the pain clinics. Um, hypnosis is also used for things like depression. Um does not work with psychopathy, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, I have been into hypnosis for quite a few years. Um, so you guys know that I have like an educational background in neuroscience, women's studies, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Um, and not certificates, like actual degrees. So yeah, let me just say that. Um, but, um, I absolutely love hypnosis. I fell in love with hypnosis in a psych, uh, psychology class and I was absolutely taken aback. I thought, wow, like it is just kind of like, not even kind of, it is just so cool. Like, um, I remember doing some research on Mesner. I was like really fascinated by this, including like Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud used hypnosis in his clinical, um, clinical therapy. I don't know why that just slipped my mind. Um, he was an avid user of hypnosis. Many people use hypnosis, um, and even today. So once upon a time, hypnosis was pretty taboo. You'd have to like, well, back then there was no internet. So you'd have to kind of like look around the corner, look under like a bridge to find a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist. In Canada, you cannot be called a hypnotherapist unless you are registered um, with the COP, CIO, whatever. The place where you get your licenses for psychologists and social workers. I should know this. Um, so you cannot call yourself a hypnotherapist, which is totally fine. Um, but hypnosis within itself is such a wonderful and beautiful tool. It is something that I have used a lot in my personal life. And I always say this to my business clients like all the time. Your business is your passion. If you want something to sell, you need to be passionate about it and not just sell, but people need a personal connection, especially right now. Like people are very, very, very um, selective with their coin purse. OK, so I want to talk to you guys briefly about hypnosis and why and how and who is good, who benefits from hypnosis and what it entails. So this is a podcast about hypnosis today. So if you're not interested in hypnosis, then I would suggest that you listen to one of my other little babies. Okay, let's get started. So the business is not officially launched yet, but I'm really proud to announce that I will be opening a hypnosis clinic um, probably in April. I'm just getting things off the ground and I'm so Superly excited about this. As many of you know, I run multiple businesses, um, and I did have a nine to five, which I've now kind of tossed in the trash. Number nine to five for me, 
I'm now working my business and I'm totally, totally excited to share it with you guys. And I wanted to talk about hypnosis today. So why I find hypnosis to be just so groundbreaking is that it works for people who are wanting to make change. So many people have seen movies about hypnosis. The famous scene in Get Out when she's clicking, I think, the spoon to the teacup, um, all of that, suggestions. Um, people are really familiar with hypnosis in that way or hypnosis being used for mind control or if you look at Zoolander all that fun stuff. Um, however, that's not even true. So ideally with hypnosis, I think where it gets a bad rap is that at the end of the day with hypnosis, you always have the choice to choose. Your choice is always there to choose. Even though consciously you may be asleep, subconsciously you are still awake. And you know in your subconscious what you expect to achieve from this. You have to be open to change. I think people think that hypnosis is so much deeper than it really is. It really isn't. If you think about hypnosis in terms of being in a trance, when you go to work in the morning, you are in a trance, okay? You require no thought process. Like, you don't have to think about how you're going to get there. Maybe you're thinking about traffic, but you don't have to think about how you're going to get there. You don't have to think about what you're going to do at work. You already know. You've done this day in, day out. It doesn't really require any level of consciousness to do this. Um... Where, on the other hand, if you were starting a new job, that requires a heightened level of consciousness because you got to figure out how am I going to get there? What time do I need to leave? What am I going to do at work today? Will I be attacked? Will I have a good day? Like, you just don't know. Like, it requires a whole a set of focused thinking where with the subconscious, it doesn't really require that. So you're just on automatic pilot. Your body already knows what to do. Where hypnosis is monumental is, is that it's about change. Change is the foundation of hypnosis. So when you practice hypnosis, you are basically giving yourself back your power. And this is common in, for example, weight loss. Because people often with weight loss, they want to make a change. They just don't know where to start. But your mind is very powerful. Whatever you command your mind to do is what will happen. So whatever subconsciously is in your mind is what you will do. So all that you do with hypnosis is that you are giving yourself a different program. You're running your body on a different program. You're not running your body on the same program. And that's really important um, because I don't think people really understand that. They think that it's like mind control or something. When you see a hypnotist, basically they're asking you questions and they're gauging what your goals are and how they can best help serve you. So it is not a hypnotist giving you suggestions or all of this. It is a hypnotist listening to you and asking you what it is that you want to achieve and the goals in which you want to to achieve. Does that make sense? Yeah, the goals that you want to achieve. That is the whole point. So in hypnosis, basically you go into a trance, which you go... So just want to give a shout out to Dope Produce. Go and check out their stuff on Instagram. You're going to absolutely love their merch. They have some of the best t-shirts out there. Please don't hesitate. Check them out now.
so yes, during hypnosis, you do go into a trance and basically it's like sleep. You are asleep, but your subconscious is awake, just like if you were regularly sleeping. When you regularly sleep at night, your subconscious is still awake. It's very much so aware of your environment. It's aware of everything that's going on. That's why these days you hear most people say that at nighttime you need to start winding down. This is a huge thing right now in psychology, um, which is winding down. Your cell phone, iPhone, I'm not sure if Android tells you this, but it will start reminding you it's time to let go of your devices. Um, Mainly because of, you know, the fact that the light within itself keeps your brain awake. That's one thing. But also noises that you hear at night, believe it or not, it actually affects your subconscious. So if you go to bed, which I wanted to watch The Night Stalker, but if you go to bed watching something like The Night Stalker, which I didn't really think about before until like a couple years ago, you wake up and you feel a little bit disrupted. Like you feel a little disjointed. Maybe you didn't get a good night's sleep because your subconscious actually took in everything. It took in all the screams. It took in everything. And if you want to prove this theory, there's a really simple test that you could do. If you're watching something, depending on how deep of a sleeper you are, but if you were watching something and it changes, so if you watch something and you sleep and it changes and you wake up, that's your subconscious. It may be that the noise has been reduced or the noise has gone up, but your subconscious is basically your your protector. Its job is to keep you protected at all costs. So it never turns off. The only difference between the subconscious and the conscience really is the fact that during a sleep phase or sleep cycle, you're technically, your body is technically going through paralysis. So consciously, you're no longer really thinking, but subconsciously you are. Because your subconscious is taking in every single thing that's happening. And I don't know how many people are familiar with schemas, but essentially your subconscious is the part of you that is your belief system. It's your emotional center. And there's other things that it's involved with, but let's just focus on our emotions. The way that we react to behaviors comes from our our subconscious level. Because... A, f- a popular example that I like to use is that if you think about it, if you are going, if you're going to yell at your boss, so your boss has offended you logically, which is your analytical mind, your conscious mind, you know that by yelling at your boss, there could be several things that could happen to you that are not good. You could be disciplined. You could be fired. Um, they could fire you on the spot. You could be suspended. Like there are so many things that could happen. And you know this logically. But if your boss hits a trigger point, your subconscious mind, which is not an analytical part, okay, may just jump in and attack first, right? Because it is, it brings up your emotions. Your emotions are there first. Because if you think about it, right, if you take emotions out of situations, Do you not solve them better if you're not emotionally involved? Do you not come to a better understanding or realization? We could talk about breakups. Breakups are a common thing, right? Like, of course, everybody gets broken up with. But if somebody breaks up with you and you didn't like them, you don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, who cares about that person? But if somebody breaks up with you and you've invested time, money, 
energy into this person and they break up with you, it really hurts you. It really hurts you. And you're not going to think to yourself, well, logically, that person was a louse or that person was awful. They never bought me flowers. They never remembered my birthday. They treated me terribly. They never gave me anything for Valentine's. Logically, those are not things that come to your mind. What comes to your mind is how much of your time you have wasted with that person because that's your emotional feeling. Logic and emotions have no place in sitting in the same arena. And that's why therapy such as EFT, it tries to remove the emotion. It removes the emotion so that you can think about this on a deeper level. You can logically think about this. With hypnosis, it's a bit different. So with hypnosis, they don't want you to be analytical because usually in hypnosis, or not just hypnosis, but in psychology, there's a deeper part there. In breakups, in most situations, when people feel really bad, it's about their self-esteem, it's about their worthiness, but there is something there. It is a feeling that they have that they need to remove or detach themselves from, which is really hard to do because a lot of us, we all have triggers, every single one of us. You know, for some someone, it could be the fact that, I don't know, um, you know, unconsciously, they don't really remember, but something that stems from their like childhood with their parents, um, which built a belief system in their subconscious that they're not worthy. And, and therefore, when they break up with somebody, instead of using their analytical mind, they don't. They just think to themselves that they're not worthy of a relationship. They're not worthy of love because of the situation that has happened. So hypnosis helps to change the belief system. Because we have people in our everyday lives that all they do is reaffirm our belief systems. So if I believe that I am not good enough, here comes Mary Jo to tell me how much I suck or how much I don't complete assignments or whatever the case is. And we need a different program. We need our belief system to start believing in itself. We need our belief system to start thinking that we are awesome, we're amazing, we're doing a great job. And that can be very hard to do. So hypnosis is a program that allows us to move past that. So we are not going to be analytical. And I feel like this is really big when it comes to things like, for example, weight loss, right? Weight loss is another primary example. Saying that you will lose, I don't know, 50 50 pounds in two months or 50 pounds in three months, whatever. For some people, that sounds like a lot, right? People get anxious in just thinking about, How am I going to lose 50 pounds in three months? And they start to think about it all the time, which doesn't help, right? It may cause them to eat more. With hypnosis, you are now talking to the mind. You're talking to the subconscious. You are telling the subconscious that every day at 3 p.m., you're going to go for a walk for 30 minutes. Or every time you open the fridge, you're only picking healthy snacks. And every time you go to open that fridge, due due to um, different techniques, you will only be thinking of eating healthy snacks, which will help you get on track. It removes the ability of some of the anxiety because sometimes if we think about our goals, we start to get into a place where we realize that we haven't achieved it. Like, for example, home ownership, wanting to own a home is a primary example. If your goal is to own a home and you haven't owned one and you ha- and you don't own one yet, You have a tendency to get stuck in a, oh my God, I don't own a home. Why don't I own a home? Where is my home? My other friends have homes. I don't have a home. Like, what's going on? 
And that kind of pattern is only is the thing that deters you from getting to your goal, which is why, again, hypnosis can be helpful because hypnosis will remove that conversation. Hypnosis will tell you you will get that house. All you have to do is is work this many hours. You have to invest your money in this. You have to do all these different things. Like So are, there are different angles with hypnosis, which is why I have personally fallen in love with hypnosis. It's something that I even practice for myself on a daily basis, especially at nighttime. I think that it is fundamental for people who want to make a change in their life for the better, which is why I'm so, so happy to be opening my own clinic very soon. just say thank you guys so much for supporting me thank you guys for supporting my small business and i am hoping that i will get to work with some of you guys when you guys drop into my clinic that will be virtual for now because of the covid pandemic but hopefully moving forward we will be doing things in house i'm super excited for this and i can't wait to share with you